What's going on guys, this is the Simple Sports Podcast and coming up on today's show, yes I know I'm a little late, uh, but the first weekend of the NFL playoffs for 2019-2018 season, whatever, uh, is in the books. It went mostly as expected, at least in my eyes and to a lot of people I I saw, uh, with the exception of a few unforeseen events of course as usual. Uh, A.K.A. Mr. Parkey from Chicago. Also, we are down to the final NFL eight teams. Uh, pretty good batch, if you ask me. Colts, Chiefs, Cowboys, Rams, Chargers, Patriots, Eagles, and the Saints. The last eight left. It's hard to find a better eight teams that could go in that bracket. But uh, we got a couple games this weekend. We'll get into all that and more. But first, let's revisit last weekend. All right, so we saw a couple of young quarterbacks struggle pretty early on in the game, at least for the most part. Some of them came on pretty strong at the end, uh, Watson and Jackson to be specific, although both of their games, at least certainly in Watson's case, Jackson almost actually pulled off the comeback. Watson, they looked outmatched from the beginning, and Trubisky never really got it together, but his performance was a lot more spotty in moments throughout the game, whereas Watson and Jackson seemed to just struggle completely early on and then just carry it on through later in the game. Uh, I don't know what your response to that is. I'm not going to overreact to it mostly because it was all of their first experience, and you can't ask for too much as a rookie. Um, Even Mahomes coming up, there's some pressure on him, sure, especially with the level of production he's put out this year. Um, but it's not like anyone is expecting them to go win the Super Bowl, especially on his back. I mean, he, it, listen, at the end of the day, he is still really, for all intents and purposes, a rookie. Um, same thing with these other guys. So I'm not going to bash him in that regard. They have plenty of time to get it addressed. But what I will say is a lot of the things that I saw were concerning. Uh, so Watson was... 29 of 49 for 235, a touchdown and an interception. Trubisky, 26 of 43 for 303 and a touchdown. And Lamar Jackson, 14 of 29 for 194, two touchdowns and a pick. Uh, not very good, good across the board, which doesn't particularly concern me, as I said. Uh, but what does is how bad it looked at times and, and the lack of poise, most of all, from all three of them. Trubisky uh, played fairly well in spots, again, they all missed throws. They all made some pretty good throws. They all made some plays in moments. Obviously, none of them good enough to win the game. Um, but Trubisky was very hit and miss. Again, they all were, but his was more throughout the game. Uh, he never came on strong at the end. He also never really tailed off. Again, his his play was so sporadic and inconsistent throughout the game that is really hard, to, and that was the case for him all year. So it's really hard to get a beat on him. Watson and Jackson, both of them struggled very early on and mightily. Uh, Jackson seemed to pull it together a little bit more so than Watson, and I think part of that has to do with the fact that, uh, especially defensively, uh, Lamar Jackson has a lot more support around him uh, in that regard. Now, offensively, in terms of weapons, uh Watson may just have DeAndre Hopkins, at least in this game. If you look at the roster, obviously he has a lot more weapons. Uh, but that that one weapon he has is a nuclear weapon. Whereas Lamar Jackson has some decent weapons on the offensive side, but they aren't quite. None of them are DeAndre Hopkins, not even close. Um, now, in terms of the level of impact, the def- defense may be uh, on that level in terms of impact. Again, um, obviously it's not the same, but. 
Uh, I, I don't know. I just expected a lot more, especially from Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson, I was ready to get on board. And as soon as I put my foot on that platform, he had that playoff game. And again, I'm not going to kill his career for it. But man, it left a really bad taste in my mouth to see him miss some of the throws that he missed. Because they were fairly easy throws all things considered, right? I'm talking about in a vacuum, you know, a couple of flat routes or out route or something like that. And he's skipping passes to like a swing to a back, you know, just little things like that. Those are the things that concern me. You know, he throws a couple of picks, maybe has a couple of fumbles, uh, makes a bad throw or bad decision. Okay. I can live with those because those are things you learn over time. I can't teach you how to throw the football. Once you get to the NFL, you either know how to do it or you don't. There can be some adjustments and some tweaks, but by and large, you can either throw the football or you can't. And I think he is a fairly decent thrower of the football. Um, But the problem is, at what threshold do you have for a guy who isn't that great, um, but obviously offers the dynamic capability that he does uh, coming out of the backfield? Marcus Mariota last year in his playoff debut was on the road versus Kansas City, down 19 And not only led the comeback, but overall had a far better game and showed far better composure than did Watson and and Jackson. Uh, Jackson, Trubisky, again, not so much for me. Watson's overall status, to me, took a fairly big hit. Jackson and Trubisky, I kind of had a, a lower ceiling on the both of them to begin with, so it didn't quite land the same for those two. But for Deshaun Watson, man, it... For him to be flying so high, that landing was not in any way close to what we thought we were going to get from him. And I was I was pretty disappointed uh, overall in the Texans as a whole, not even just Deshaun Watson. Um, and if you look at the quarterbacks across the board that played last week, everyone else for the most part was at least a, a C or better. I mean, no, I don't think anyone had a phenomenal game, any quarterback. Um you know, obviously they all could have played better, but given all that's happened, it's, it's not crazy to see. The league was far more balanced this year, and what have we noticed as we get later and later in the season? Only remaining young quarterbacks uh, haven't played yet in the NFL, and that's Mahomes and golf. Dak has played, uh, but his his playoff before, and he had been in the playoffs before, so we kind of knew what to expect. Um and we've seen him for three years, so we've got a lot longer of a history. Sean Watson only played a couple of games. This is obviously Mahomes' first year um, as a full starter. Same with Jackson. Same with Trubisky. Dak missed the playoffs last year. It was only one and done his first year, so still young. Uh, but again, Dak, aside from a few key moments in a vacuum, uh wasn't very good to me. Uh, and I mean, I didn't expect much different. They got a fairly luck, lucky draw with Seattle at home. And now they even get another lucky draw, not having to go to New Orleans um, for that rematch. But every quarterback that is remaining is a vet. You got Breeze. You got Brady. You got Luck, who's still young, but he has been around for a while. He's been in the playoffs in big moments, obviously. Uh, uh, Phillip Rivers, Nick Foles. Uh, obviously Tom Brady. Uh, So you've got some experience here, but I think the young quarterbacks are going to take a hit with the exception of Mahomes. And we'll get into the predictions in a little bit. Um, Phillip Rivers last year or last year, last week, 
Uh, he's a legend, and I don't get it. It still escapes me how he is this Hall of Fame legend. At no point um, watching that game against the Ravens that I say, man, Phillip Rivers looks like a Hall of Famer. Not one. In fact, they almost let a very Charger-like thing happen, <laughs> which was the comeback. And if Lamar Jackson doesn't fumble that ball, they very well may go down the score because they were moving it at the end. Um, I don't get the legend of Phillip Rivers. He's not listen, a very talented quarterback. He's one of the best that we've ever seen, especially given all of the people that we've seen come and go and play the NFL quarterback position. When you really look at it in the grand picture of the NFL, obviously he's one of the best to ever do it, to have this kind of career. But... This level of eliteness attached to him, I just don't understand it. Uh, he's not he's not won a thing yet. Uh, Andrew Luck had a fairly quiet day, albeit efficient, uh, fairly quiet. He's been stellar in the playoffs, not really. Um, he hasn't been stellar in the playoffs, excuse me. Um, not consistently, anyway. Uh, he's been great in spots. Again, that Chiefs game was one of the best games I've ever seen, period. Um but he's played more than well enough this year. Obviously, he's had a great year. He played more than well enough to beat the Texans, um, who to me weren't very good. Anyway, J.J. Watt, once again, a non-factor almost entirely, um, with the exception of that tip pass. Um, and Bill O'Brien, once again, looked completely outclassed. I just don't think the Colts have enough talent around Andrew Luck to go on a Super Bowl run. Um, are they capable, obviously, to beat the Texans? Are they capable of beating the Chiefs? I think they beat the Chiefs if they were playing at home. I don't think they can go into Arrowhead and beat Kansas City this year. Um, again, at, obviously, heart and character and the intangibles and stuff like that matters. But you do need a certain <laughs> almost minimum level of talent to some degree, especially in the NFL where it is so team-oriented. You can only scheme your way out of so much in the NFL. At some point, you're just going to have to have better dudes than the other team. Um. And and finally, I'm not sure about <laughs> Nick Foles and Carson Wentz, that whole ordeal. But here's what I do know. They simply look better, being the Eagles, they simply look better when Nick Foles is under center. It's just that simple. They look like a really good, a really physical, precise team. And it's bizarre because my eyes clearly tell me that Carson Wentz is a better quarterback Nick Foles at times makes some really bad decisions, really bad throws. And again, he doesn't wow you physically. He doesn't have a cannon of an arm. Um, he can't run. Uh, you know, he's not overly accurate. Uh, but, man, when those lights are bright and they need him to come through, he comes through seemingly every time. Um, we saw Fitzpatrick come in. We've seen Josh McCown and countless other backups that can come in and win you a game. Fitzpatrick can take you on a three, six, eight game run of really good football. Um, but I believe Nick Foles is a starter who happens to be, you know, number 33 in the NFL in terms of quarterbacks. Uh, he's a backup, obviously. And listen, if you have him as a backup, as the Eagles do, that's a really good backup to have. But he's a starter somewhere. He should be starting for somebody. I don't know if he's better than Carson Wentz. Uh, I I certainly don't buy that philosophy, but what I can tell you is my eyes certainly tell me that the Eagles with Nick Foles at quarterback versus Wentz uh, looks like a much, much better football team. Um, Cody Parkey, oh, man, 
I feel bad for the guy in a way, but I also don't. Uh, I'd feel a lot worse for him if, uh, or excuse me, I wouldn't feel as bad for him if the field goal had gotten hadn't gotten touched at all. Now, listen, did the guy flat out block it? No, but he got enough on it to alter, and that's all you need. Um, and so you kind of feel for the guy because it looked and turned into this much bigger thing than it really probably should have been. Of course, he should have made the kick. He made it the first time. Probably should have gotten the ball up a little bit higher off the impact, but those are minor, minor little things. At the end of the day, Give credit to the Eagles. Again, whether he got a hand on it or a finger, it, that's enough to alter that path of the ball, to alter the speed of it, to alter the spin or whatever it might be. And it drifted off just enough. And to think that people are killing this poor guy for kicking the, a ball, it goes off the upright and off the post after or off the bar after being tipped. Like, I don't know, man, that seems a bit harsh to me to go to that extreme uh if you want to blame the guy a little bit that's one thing but to 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 see the level of hate and and vulgar things and disrespect and and all that stuff that's been doled out to him via the media or directly after the game or social media or whatever i thought it was a bit a bit bit much um listen there were a lot of things that went into that okay the 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 cold weather um albeit not like super freezing that has a factor Obviously, the Bears, they get, or excuse me, the Eagles get paid to play defense, which obviously in this particular case is to try and block the field goal. Uh, and again, it, the ball went off the post and then off the crossbar after being tipped. So it's not, it's not like he just shanked it. That'd be a totally different, you know, story. He didn't leave it short. He didn't hook it. I mean, he did, but again, the ball got tipped and probably would have gone in if not for that. I think people are being a little bit harsh. All right. And finally, let's get into this week really quickly. I want to go through the games we got coming up this weekend. First off, Colts Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, I don't for a second think that the Colts are going to be able to go into Arrowhead with the lack of firepower that they have. Um, and be able to keep score with the Chiefs. Reminds me of the Cowboys-Seahawks in terms of talent mismatch. I thought the Seahawks were a much better team in terms of their overall chemistry and team uh, philosophy is better than the Cowboys. The Cowboys just simply, again, they had better dudes across the board. And I think that's why you saw the score as close as it was. I think it was 24-22. That is just the way that, you know, that's the way it rolls. Um Sometimes you just are outmatched, and I think this is a case for the Colts. I think the Colts are a better team. They have they have a lot more balance than do the Chiefs. But at a certain point, um, you just need dudes. Tyreek Hill is a dude. Now, they're missing, obviously, Kareem Hunt with that whole situation. But Tyreek Hill is really fast. And they've been saying that we got to stop Tyreek Hill for two years now, and no one stopped Tyreek Hill. And Travis Kelsey is really good as a tight end. And they've been trying to stop him for two years now. And they haven't. They just got Eric Berry back. And if you ask me, um, I think the Chiefs are going to have to come up with one solid defensive game. It doesn't have to be spectacular. You know, they don't have to hold the Colts to 150 yards total offense. 
but they're going to have to do significantly better than they have been. Uh, and I think they're going to need to get the Colts. The Colts being, that is, uh, I think they're going to need to get the 30 points. Uh, and their offense is good, but I, the Chiefs are going to get to 30. Even though the Colts' defense has a pretty good track record as of late, um, even against the Ravens, the, the Chiefs almost put up 30 points. Uh, so I trust Mahomes. I trust Andy Reid to get to 30 in this first game um, and, and beat the Colts. Uh, Cowboys and Rams, I'm picking the Rams. I think the Cowboys are going to need a Week 17-like performance from Dak Prescott to, to win this game. Uh, the Rams' defense, to me, is similar to the Chiefs in that I think they're going to need one really good game. Uh, and this is, man, I hate to say that they need to save it for the Saints, but this is probably going to be it because, man, if they let Zeke get going, it's going to be a problem. Now, Sue and Donald are the keys. They haven't done anything well aside from rush the passer all year. Uh, obviously, Donald more so than and sue but they're going to need a good solid run defense effort or the cowboys are going to just run all over them uh and they're not coming to throw the ball 45 times it's not as if you're playing like the patriots in their adaptability in their game plan they threw it 45 times last week now they're going to come out and run it 30 times no this is what the cowboys do this is their Bread and butter is what they are known for, and it's what they're best at. And so you can fully expect to see a heavy dose of Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Sue and Donald are going to have to have big games uh, in order for them to to slow them down. But for me, the count or the 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 key to this is regardless of what the Rams do, regardless of what the Cowboys do. However, this game starts off and we sort of see the story of how it's going to unfold. The Rams have a counterpunch and the Cowboys don't offensively or defensively. Um, the Cowboys are really good at rushing the passer, but they're not. They're OK with stopping the run, but they're not phenomenal. They did a number on Seattle last week. But again, to me, Seattle is just simply outman dude for dude. That's not going to be the case in in L.A., okay? They're not just going to be out-talented uh, by the Cowboys. And I think that's where the difference is going to be. Uh, Chargers and the Patriots, I got the Pats winning. This one is pretty simple to me. Uh, we got Belichick and Brady versus Anthony Lynn and Phillip Rivers. So, yeah. Phillip Rivers wasn't great last week. Hasn't been great all, all excuse me, I don't want to say all season. Hasn't been great all career in the postseason. Um, not great. And Bill Belichick will take away their best player, whether it be Allen or Melvin Gordon, whoever he deems the most important or the biggest key to that def or to that offense. He's going to try and take them away. And my thing is, I don't think what is left after he takes that away is going to be enough to stop Brady and Belichick uh, and what they get in return for that. A lot of people think this is it for Tom Brady. Um, I'm not buying it. Not until I see it. It's a single elimination tournament and you will get somewhere between, I don't know, 60 to 80 plays somewhere in that neighborhood, 65 or 70 or so. And minor mistake, minor mistakes on three to five of those plays will lose you the game. Uh, who would you trust between the two organizations and the two quarterbacks to make the fewest of those mistakes? 
right? And for me, that's Tom Brady. And then finally, the Eagles and the Saints. Unfortunately, Eagles fans, the magic carpet ride ends here. Uh, the Saints are just loaded, and they got a key weapon and getting back on the offensive side of the ball. I don't think Foles um, is going to play bad. Uh, in, in fact, I think this would be the best week, the best game all weekend, and I think Foles is going to have a pretty big day. I don't think we're going to come out of this feeling any less about Nick Foles. Uh, I don't think the needle is going to necessarily move in the negative direction um, unless he just stinks it up. Uh, but if he has an okay game, I think it'll be pretty neutral. If he has a really good game, which I'm expecting him to, I think the needle is going to move up regardless of whether or not they lose. I don't think we're going to come out of this feeling any less. Um, but I'm banking on Saints. I'm banking on Drew Brees at home to be lights out against the Eagles. Something like a 34-31 game. Uh Again, a little bit of fireworks show um, for the playoffs anyway. Competitive, physical, but I think the Eagles are going to fall behind early, maybe like 10 points, and just never really be able to fully close the gap. I think they'll score from that point on, probably back and forth with the Saints, you know, 10-7, 17-7, you know, so forth and so on, 17-14, etc., and it'll just be a bloodbath throughout the entire game. Uh, Drew Brees has an absolutely outstanding game, like 400 yards and four touchdowns. I don't think Nick Foles would be far off of that, maybe like 350 and three touchdowns, somewhere in that neighborhood, uh, but not far behind Drew Brees. And I think that he will catapult himself into a starting job next year. But the Saints will certainly be winning this football game. All right, guys, so that's it. That's all I got. I don't know what else to talk about for the NFL for this weekend. Man, it's been an exciting season. Unfortunately, it's going to be coming to an end in a couple of weeks here, which is terrible, but it is what it is. Some great, great games coming up this weekend, as we just talked about. Uh, And then, obviously, we'll see how that shakes out. Might come back with another episode just before, maybe on Friday, before the games come out and we, we sit down and watch those. But until then, in the meantime, you guys take it easy. Peace.